Thank you for that serenade. Are you ready, kids? Hello, and welcome to Songs for Your Sunday. We're on episode five. Feeling alive. (laughs) Episode five, we're down a month. Thank you so much for all your listens. Pumped on it. I literally, I I can't, I still can't get over it. Every time somebody messages us and be like, yo, I love the podcast. That makes my day. It's great. You have very supportive people on your page, and it's very nice to see how engaged they are. They're supporting you too. Yeah, but yeah, I'm an I'm an accessory. I'm an <laughs> accessory not. to this whole shindig. You got some good value. Yeah, I guess. You know what? I feel good now. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking about burnout. Burnout. Do you have any experience with burnout? When I'm in a car and I'm drag racing, burnout no, the tires. No, no, no. <laughs> You're not editing that out. Um, burnout, absolutely, 100%. I think it's tough in the sense, I think you experience, experience burnout at a different level as you age. I think when you're a kid, you get burnout from doing too much homework and you feel overwhelmed. So You, you, you hit, didn't do homework. Uh, I didn't do homework, but just certain... Well, I mean, I felt overwhelmed by homework because I wouldn't do it. And then yeah. it'd be like the night before, so I'd be cramming everything. <laughs> yeah. but it's like that meme. It's it's the little kid drinking the apple juice. It was like me, at, me as a seven-year-old. Anytime anything went wrong, it's acting like he's like hitting the bottle. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, but in terms of burnout, burnout, I find that I only really faced that when it was external pressures so in -hmm. terms of being an employee versus really for the past year or so more or less Mm -hmm. work jobs and whatnot to keep a steady flow of income but Mm -hmm. for the most part it's been more entrepreneurial so i'm setting those things so but when i was playing football in university i totally felt burnout all the time because you're being told like be here at this time don't be late be ready to go have all of your knowledge for whatever you need to execute on in there so you're dealing with the hours on end of being at the practice facility and watching film and then you're going home expected to continue on so i felt burnout in that expect and by the end of the season i would go home and sleep for 12 hours every single night when i'd be visiting my parents at christmas yeah and so that's the kind of burnout that I could associate for, but other things, I've never had a job that was a serious corporate thing. Yeah, I right? think there's so many different types because like what I've experienced is definitely in work and in fitness. I mean, I don't really feel like I ever f- felt it in volleyball specifically, but mm. with my own stress put on fitness, definitely. Mm-hmm. And that got to the point where it's like, whoa, I'm like physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm so emotional and it just brought me to a breaking point and yeah not good yeah so all we can do is learn from it but this episode is going to kind of deep dive into our experiences with burnout some ways to combat burnout and some questions we have for the world because sometimes high achievers it's almost inevitable to 
not experience it. Definitely. However, I think it should be said that a lot of people think they're facing burnout. Yes. When they're really not. And you're just dealing with, especially if you're trying to start your own business or anything like that, where you are dictating the success or failure based on your actions. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will be like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. It's like, no, that's just the everyday life of running a business and trying to keep up and be every moving part in the beginning phases of starting your thing up. Like sometimes you just got to give it your all and it takes some long nights and everything, but that's where the balance comes in. If you you put in a couple long nights, make sure that you're getting that extra rest that you're needing on the weekend. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is there's a difference between physically exhausting yourself and actually experiencing burnout and just not being able to manage the stress of the day-to-day work life because you're always going to have to combat stress and make decisions and feel overwhelmed by the amount of decisions you have to make in a day. And it's the people who can combat it, like you're saying, with taking proper rest and take care of themselves and not spread themselves too thin that can keep at it for a longer amount of time. But on the flip side of that, you look at someone like Elon Musk, who works 100 hours a week, sleeps on the factory floor at Tesla, is launching rockets into space with SpaceX. (laughs) You look at all those things and you go, okay, this is remarkable. This is a once in a lifetime kind of person, no regular person could do this but you have to realize that's a human being too they obviously have a capacity for so much more but even if you just do 75 percent or 50 percent in terms of the workload you're obviously not going to get the same payoff because not everyone is able to code and make paypal and then make an electric car and then send a rocket into space without <laughs> blowing up the, cu- but it's the knowing, nozzle it's, but yeah but like, taking those things and being i can work 60 hours a week yeah that's not like, that hard it's knowing where to draw the line for yourself. For sure. Because everybody's got different levels. For sure. I remember, so when I was helping open up Petty Cash, I was just a server at the time, but I was on the crew that opened up the, the restaurant with late nights and trainings. And like we were on the opening day, we were like scrubbing the floors and we were so short staffed at the very beginning. And it was a brand new restaurant. So it was packed and busy every day. And I remember, I think it was like my 12th day straight. And this is like a show from opening at 3 p.m. and then working till like 3 a.m. and then because it's a new restaurant we we were going through like all the struggles too and like learning all the all the ins and outs of everything so we wouldn't get home till like five in the morning I'd sleep for a couple hours then do it all again and I remember there was one time where I dropped a glass and my manager was standing right beside me and I looked at him and I was like, I think it would be best for all of us if I didn't come in tomorrow. And a little tear came rolling down my face because I was literally at that point of like, I couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. And I knew that and I was like, I'm going to come in tomorrow and be like an emotional wreck. I am going to break everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, my mental capacity wasn't there anymore. And like, I was physically exhausted. I just just needed so I needed like a full day of sleep rest and then when you come back at it I know it's just serving but like I was refreshed and could talk to people and right. everything it's so crazy what a little bit of rest can do for you absolutely and I think it's so important in those periods of rest like rest doesn't have to mean being completely off your feet and just down for the count for mm-hmm. three days straight because you never want to work to the point where that's the result of all the hard work where you're just out of commission it doesn't have to be like that it can be as simple as just shutting off the stimulus 
business because for me to help myself stay consistent throughout the day, I don't look at my phone for the first hour and a half of the day, like every single day. I start it the same way and that helps me be able to sit down at a computer and stare at it for eight hours because that's what I'm doing. And then after that, it's like record multiple podcasts and try and make videos and all this other stuff. And then you have the added effect. It's like, oh, well, what are we going to do for fun, especially now with code? It's like we're going to watch TV. So it's that constant staring at screens. Honestly, making that one decision to be in the frame of mind where I'm not going to look at my phone for the beginning part of the day, that helps with my technological burnout that I can experience just from too much of looking at the phone in one day. Yeah. Right? Because when your job revolves around digital media, you need to be enthused in the same way that where you need to take a rest for serving because Mm -hmm. it's important to be personable and attentive to a customer who's sitting at the table, not only so you'll get a good tip, but so they'll keep coming back to the restaurant and the whole organization will do well. It's like if you're crabby because you're not getting good sleep, and you're not eating, you're not rested and in a fresh state of mind, it's just negative for yourself and the organization that you're representing. You're probably going to be sent home anyways. And you won't be coming back in the next day because you'll <laughs> snap on someone because you're burnt out. Yeah. And for us in football, the biggest thing about the second month of off-season training you're going five days a week you're running four days a week you're swimming one so you're getting 10 legitimate hard days or hard workouts in a week and then doing a yoga or stretch session on Saturday as a team. So the stimulus of being around 50 plus people all day, every day is there, you're exhausted. And then, so this would all compound to the point where we would hit February and then one person would get the flu because it's February and it's flu season. And then that starts getting spread around and no one's sleeping enough because we're all in university and staying up late and doing whatever, playing video games or studying or whatever it may be. So you <laughs> yeah, but not really during the week, right? Six six hours of sleep when all that's going on will only get you so far. And then you notice your grip strength starts to go. And that's the first thing. And I remember I played with a Team Canada person who was also holds a lot of Canadian university records for sprinting. So he was very knowledgeable on central nervous burnout. Mm-hmm. And he said that his coaches who were high quality coaches tied to Olympic athletes. Yeah. Said the first thing they do when they start to figure out central nervous system burnout is your grip strength. So you go and you grab a weight and you hold it and or you hang from a bar. And when it's not like what it used to be, that's a sign that you need to start tapering off a little bit and get mm-hmm. more rest and eat more food. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, for it, absolutely. And it's an easy thing to tell. And I think people have, like you can totally tell when you're at that point. And that might be more specifically from a strength point of view, but it's all related if you're someone who's exercising daily and integrating that into all aspects of your life. So that's one thing that I have always thought about since I heard that from from this guy, you could totally tell when that time was coming every single year in the off season, people start looking a bit more heavy under the eyes. You know, you look extremely unrested. Your face is puffy. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything starts to slowly go down. And next thing you know, everyone's sick. Yeah. And like, I think it's so important to know yourself and have those boundaries with yourself, but also knowing that if you push yourself past those limits, is it really worth it? Like, is it going to make 
you happier that you got that one more training in that might actually lead to an injury mm-hmm. like i was feeling this 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 week i know the feeling that you're like oh i'm on such a good path and then like for my example i tweaked my knee and i was gonna do a couple more workouts and be like i can just push through it but i realized i'm like i'm so annoyed right now that i can't do like a full workout because of my knee what's gonna happen if i like actually do something to my knee by pushing myself a little bit harder you know Absolutely. what i mean Absolutely. And I've experienced that in the past where it's like gone way past the point of being healthy. And I mean, that's a full other full other podcast. But I've just learned that experiencing burnout just because you're trying to reach this goal doesn't always equate to happiness. It actually, I feel like it leads to a lot of resentment and guilt and anger towards yourself for doing that. So just having those boundaries and knowing yourself well enough to say okay i can i can take this day and i'm gonna be okay with that i'm gonna get back to it on monday but this is gonna be good to me good for me right and that ultimately requires you always being honest with yourself because it's real easy to lie to yourself and wake up in the morning you go "Ah, i'm not really feeling it i could be experiencing burnout but you're just giving yourself an out to not get your work in or not work hard yeah it's that ego uh stepping into your mind and you're like oh i could really go for another ice cream tub today and Mm -hmm. sit on the couch but i mean that's the that's the balance right and so i think that's the most important thing with all this because i really i've got a lot of beef and this might be controversial due to the crowd but there's a lot of i think self-care I should preface this by saying the idea of self-care is important. You need to take care of yourself. But I find that a lot of that language within the health and wellness realm is all about giving yourself a pat on the back when you don't really deserve it and when you haven't earned it. And that sounds harsh, but that's how you keep yourself in that comfort zone where there is no growth Mm -hmm. and you give yourself too many outs and you set the bar for burnout too low when you really could be getting so much more done. So that's why it's important to not just echo things that you here because everyone's different and everyone's limit is different but you have so much more within you than you really know and you won't know that until you push yourself and test yourself and get past those limits that you've put on yourself yeah right we're definitely living in a softer world i find especially with social media with just driving the the whole narrative of being i mean i i am one advocate for self-care and self-love and everything but i do agree like we do live in us a little bit of a softer world with that because I don't know it's like it brings up the question is burnout inevitable because sometimes burnout is inevitable for like for high achievers because you're if you're high achieving and you're going after these goals sometimes you just push yourself a little bit too far but that can also be a good lesson Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying like burnout like I'm not saying push yourself to you're absolutely exhausted and you end up hurting yourself but sometimes burnout can be a good lesson to be like you know what I remember that time where I pushed myself a little bit too hard I know how I feel when I'm getting to that point and now I can kind of like rearrange my goals and the steps I take to get there in a more productive way you've established your limits by reaching the point of burnout yeah so it's funny because it's like obviously you don't want to hit that point but I think that it almost is and it is inevitable for a lot of people definitely and it's important to reach that point because if you've never reached your limit you don't know what you're capable But also, your limit can be moved. When you first start running, it's hard to run a kilometer. 
or mm-hmm. a mile. But if you do it for two weeks, three times a week, by the third week, you can run five miles pretty well and at a pace that you did your first one kilometer or one mile at. Mm-hmm. It's like the human body and mind is capable of so much more than people give it credit to. And that's where my beef comes in. Like I was saying with the love, your the, the self-care. Obviously, you need to take care of yourself and you should love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't accept what you are if that's mediocre and less than what you're capable of. Yeah, always pushing yourself to be a better you. Definitely, definitely. But just getting out of the realm of the buzzwords, I think, is the most important thing because it's easy to pull out those little phrases when you aren't there because you're living in that headspace. It's like, oh, I'm in the health and wellness thing, but little do you know, you're not doing a quarter of much as the work as the people who are saying those things, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's easy to lie to yourself. And I remember one of my coaches who had a huge impact on me, he always said, because we would play the season, there's a lot of correction that's going on every day. You're trying to improve daily, move up the depth chart, whatever. He would always say to us with our off-season meetings that Mm -hmm. we would have, because so after the season, we'd sit down, review things. They grade us based on all these particular things, how they related to our position that we played and how we performed in the season and they go these are the things x y and z that you need to improve on and then they'd ask you what are your expectations for yourself next year and he'd always tell us my expectations for your growth and success cannot be more than what you think you are capable of yeah because you, then you're just limited like someone else can look at we everyone has done this we've all looked at someone and go man if you i, I went to school with so many guys who were so much much better than me athletically everything like you just look at them and you go if you gave a quarter of the effort that half of these people are going out you would be a pro football player you'd be a pro basketball player Mm -hmm. and everyone knows that local story where it's like they were the most naturally gifted but they never gave anything into it and and maybe sure you don't want to because you're just not interested but i just think so many people are scared to be great and truly great And that's another thing that I don't want people to think of as a buzzword. It's like, oh, I'm just afraid to be great. It's hard. It's hard to accept my greatness. It's like, no, it's lean into the things that you're good at and set a bar that is outside of your comfort zone because you can reach it. It's the the fact, and I'm going to end this rant on this (laughs) sentence here, but the fact that a regular person, a 32-year-old walking on the street who never played a sport in their life, right, but just the regular human being walking on the street, you go up to them and go, train for three years hard and smart without killing yourself every single day. You could run an Ironman triathlon, which means you could swim four miles or whatever it is, and then bike 80 Mm -hmm. and then run a marathon at the end of it. Those things happen every day. People go, I'm going to run a triathlon. I'm going to run a marathon. And then they actually can complete those things, which seem impossible. And what your friends are telling you, you're an idiot. You'll never do it because they know your work habits. If you actually committed to that and leaned into it, you could do it. And that's the capability of human potential. And if people actually understood that, they'd be willing to push themselves harder. But tying this back into burnout, (laughs) you also need to go in with a plan. And I think that's how you avoid burnout is setting up markers where with which if it's physical training, the grip test to know my central nervous system starting to dip here. If I keep going, I'm going to risk getting sick. 
and knocking myself out for two weeks, yeah, which I think will that, negatively affect my path. Yeah, I think it comes with some research behind what you're going after and some knowledge, not just going into something blind, whether that being like putting too much work in at like actual work or and knowing when to say when to say no, when to close the computer, when to shut Instagram down, mm-hmm. all of that. Definitely. I think it's really important to like understand what's going on in your mind when you're feeling that way because I think like Instagram is such a good example when you're creating something when you're a creator type and you have to be on social media every single day it can get so dreary and mm-hmm. being like oh I have to do this again right and when you take a day off Instagram you kind of feel like guilty because you're like oh I'm not doing my job or I'm not doing whatever I should be on there and like people are living their lives without me but then you get on the next day and it's like oh I have so much more creative juices flowing and I can do this I can do that and I'm excited to see these people again mm-hmm. so but for sure because when we're on social media especially within the realm of what you're in with health and wellness which is all positivity woo 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 which is is great that's awesome it's great to be positive and to want to push healthiness and whatever however when you're tired you've been working a long week all of these things you just want to sit on the couch read a book do your thing you don't go to a party right with when you're physically there you're not like sitting there tired in a dance hall while music is blaring and lights are going off and it's like that's what social media is it's trying to like get that serotonin the dopamine firing yeah like you're having all these crazy interactions because you're just scrolling and looking at this stuff and you're like i'm miserable and tired right now this is the last thing i need for myself well yeah you're like taking in everybody's even if you don't think about it like this you're taking in so many other people's energies and if and if you're trying to help somebody by being on social media like you can't help them when you're drained yourself definitely and then you start looking at the positivity calloused where you're like oh my god this is so disingenuous because you're not in that frame of mind yeah you end up projecting that onto other people which is like i think honestly in the same way (laughs) that businesses used to not be open on sundays for the longest time it should be the same with social media people should spend their sunday unless you're going to listen to this podcast (laughs) disconnected to a point where you're spending it with your loved ones and your family and i think that's a huge thing with what this pandemic has done like my family grew up going to church on sundays so we go to church and then get lunch like get sandwich stuff and sandwich meats and all that and then sit down together as a family and eat and then everyone would take a nap it was just like an italian family thing or watch football if it was on on a sunday right and i remember going to your family's house for the first time like when i first met them and that happened and i was like what do we do (laughs) i was like so i was so used to just like kind of like all the stimulus coming in and like weekends you go and do everything and like mm-hmm. it's, it's your time to enjoy and like do as much as you can oh it's just really nice to relax sometimes definitely absolutely and, <laughs> and slow down yeah slowing down that's the biggest thing because i feel like that's when the aha moments come in in the same way where if you train a lot how your rem sleep is what makes you connect those skills for yeah. the next session or even just like building up muscle and all of that definitely it's you have to have have rest with everything so you get that rejuvenation and i think we need that with social media we Mm -hmm. need that with everything sometimes it's important just to sit at the edge of the water and look out onto it and not take a picture of the pretty sunset and not post a story boomerang of 
the water on the horizon. You just have to sit there and soak it in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that sounds super hippie, whatever, anything. No, it doesn't. But it's like, practice what you preach. Disconnect. Don't even bring your phone with you. Put it down. Walk down there. Dis- Look. Disconnect to reconnect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so I I feel like that was pretty good base. I mean, we could talk about this topic forever mm-hmm. because there's so much to dive into. And we will continue to dive into this in later on episodes because I think it's a really important to to showcase a little bit more, mm-hmm. especially with the 100% go 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 attitude all the time with everybody in this demographics a little younger, so I feel like we need to learn that lesson of slowing down before we hit our 40s and realize why didn't I take time to to enjoy and stop and smell the roses. Absolutely. I I think just the last thing to say is when you actually physically throw your phone into the next room over. It feels good. (laughs) It feels good and you realize how little you actually need it. And then it actually disturbs me when I think about it's like you can close your eyes and visualize the Instagram screen Mm -hmm. and staring into your phone and scrolling and scroll. It's like you can physically see that. It's like we spend four hours a day looking at that every day and then you just what's seven times four well i just got my screen time today and it said six hours and it was down by 30 percent. that's terrifying so that just says it in a nutshell i think like that's a full work week yeah every week of staring at your phone and just this isn't all about the phone and all that but i think that is the point of disconnection. When you get off of that, you stop comparing yourself to other people. Most of our work is on our phone, so you're not working. And I think if everyone spent an hour a day to consistently say, no phone, it's in the other room, I'm just not even going to think about it, put it on airplane mode, whatever, then they would feel better immediately. And then if you add in the hour to start the day, and then an hour before you go to bed, that's three hours in your day. Most people are up for what? 12 to 16 hours a day, something like that. And that's all that we're asking for that you try out here and would make such a difference that you would realize that you don't need that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's so true. And to end it off, I kind of want to ask, I think, an important question. Are you going after these goals that are creating burnout if nobody was watching? Mm -hmm. If nobody cared or if nobody realized that you were going after this stuff and spending all this time going, driving yourself to exhaustion for these goals, are you truly happy? Because that's that's the end game here why why go through all this pain and suffering and exhaustion if you're not truly happy absolutely absolutely and i think that's a big issue with culture today where not only has lifestyle become about making other people jealous or showing off but also our work life now and it's not just about well well, how much money do you make in a year it's how is that presented to the world how are you monetizing having a camera crew around yourself 24 hours a day 24 7 because that's what we have in our pocket we have our own little production studio so we can show people oh i'm really grinding yeah i'm doing this and doing it's 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 really pathetic when you pull it back and you look at pages like influencers in the wild where it's like people setting up a camera and they're doing these things and posing and booty shaking and all this kind of stuff it's like you look like a fool right when you when you get caught in those moments and then i think that's maybe one of the best pages 
choose to follow if you're going to follow things because it might sober yourself up and be like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to frame myself to be this happy whatever person. Instead, if I'm really going to try and connect with people on social media, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And when I'm burnt out, I'm going to say to just really be honest about your pace. If that's what your niche is to keep people up to date with the day-to-day minutia, you know, and yeah. not sell the highlight reel. Yeah. People because, respect that because it's relatable and they're going through it too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, that is burnout part one. It's the car burning out. <laughs> Who you got today? Bucks? Who? Buccaneers 3835. Oh, you Tom Brady yours. MVP. Heads on the coin toss over on the uh, national anthem. Giselle's the, the real MVP here, though. Mm, I, don't, I don't think so, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Songs for Your Sunday. I also hope you have an amazing day. Rest up, know your boundaries, say yes to things that you want to lean into, and say no to things that you know will not lead to a greater goal. And turn off your phone after you listen to this <laughs> yes. and go on a walk. <laughs> after you rate this five stars. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously thank you so much for listening we love you all and we hope that you're all in an amazing place i know the world is in interesting times so just give yourself a little bit more love today and know that we're all we're all here we're rooting for you and enjoy your sunday Woo-hoo. we're gonna go make some nachos enjoy the super bowl and not feel bad about it because not that we earned it because i hate when people say that but <laughs> <laughs> because the rest of the week we're gonna be meal prepping and getting down to business exactly all right, all right. That's it. okay happy sunday bye